Welcome to the Homeschool Together podcast. Where one working mom and a stay-at-home dad help you navigate the nuts and bolts of the growing and dynamic world of homeschooling. With a focus on early learners. Like me! All the ins and outs of building and maintaining your homeschool life. Homeschool! Find out tips and tricks to make things like this easier. I'm reading! And ultimately, enjoy educating your kids. And what's that last thing? Have fun together! Did I do good, Daddy? (laughs) Yeah, you did, sweetie. Good job. Hello and welcome to Homeschool Together. This is going to be our first annual Math Week curriculum roundup. <laughs> Yeehaw! Um, so we have a number of math curriculums that we're going to go over, and we know a lot of people are either starting their first homeschool year, or they're getting into you know the first, you know, second or third or fourth year that I mean, they're doing. This is like the kind of the first year post COVID, or maybe we're still we're still in COVID, but. I, I feel like a lot of people feel like this is our first year again. Even if yeah. you've homeschooled before, everyone's getting into time to get curriculums. Absolutely. And so we did the same. We reached out to a number of curriculum creators and they all sent us, um, you know, thankfully, uh, they yeah. sent us these curriculums to review. Um, as always, this is our, our own fair and honest review, but we wanted to just take a look at some popular options that we've heard from some of our listeners that they use, mm-hmm. and we thought we would break those down for you so there'll be an episode every day this week for you to listen to uh, hopefully a, a short uh, review of each curriculum. Now, we requested kinder and first grade because that's the level that our learner's at. Mm-hmm. So we are just finishing her kinder well, and, curriculum and some, for math. And some of these math, popular math curriculums start at first grade. They actually don't start at the kinder level. Right. So and, we weren't able to request something younger. Yeah, yeah. So we did our best to try to, to try to fit this in. Um, so, you know, if you've got a learner that's maybe in uh, third grade or fourth grade, you can kind of take what we've said here about the earlier levels and look and see if that seems consistent uh, with the online resources of, of the older levels, you know, kind of has the same the same style and things as we're talking about. So today we're talking about mathematical reasoning level A from the Critical Thinking Company. Right. So this is their kindergarten math curriculum. Kindergarten, yes. So so tell us what. I'm going to let Matt is our math uh, expert here, Mr. Uh, half a master's degree in mathematics over there. Uh, so I'm going to MC this today <laughs> um, and he's going to talk about all the good stuff. And the other thing is, uh, as Matthew's a stay at home dad, he is our primary educator and he's been the one working through math with our kindergartner. So uh, he's really, this is like in his wheelhouse to talk about exactly <laughs> how he feels about each of these, you know, in relation to how would this work with our kids. And we're going to talk about uh, format and and um, kind of look and feel and kind of like feel the impression and, and, of the of the curriculum, right? And pros and cons. Who's this for? Who's this not for? That's how we're going to kind of structure these. So yeah. um, to get into it, can you tell us tell us about the the structure? How many books are there? What's you know what does this look like if a family were to buy mathematical reasoning? Perfect. Yeah. So if you pick up the book, you would notice that it's a single book curriculum. So everything is included as one you know, kind of guide or workbook. Um, it has supplemental resources available, but not too many. It is not a manipulative-centered uh, curriculum, so you're just going to have the workbook. So if you have to do something additional or do some additional learning or, or education, you're going to have to supply those manipulatives. So think of this as just a workbook, mathematical book. Now, it's about 250 pages, pretty hefty. Mm-hmm. I, I believe the price is somewhere in the $30 range. About $30. So pretty pretty nice price if you're, mm-hmm. if you're looking at something... Um, 
You mean it's budget conscious? Yeah, budget conscious, really, definitely. Um, so, so take us through the style. Yeah. What does it look like? It's so very it's, colorful. It's very colorful. So it's actually broken up into multiple lessons. Um, every lesson is highlighted in, and organized by a specific topic. And those topics are you know, listed up in the top right. They do like to cycle back. So there's a little bit of a cycling. So this is a cyclic versus a mastery-based yes. uh, curriculum? Okay. Yes, absolutely. Um, what's really cool about this curriculum, and I think you know, if you are concerned about Common Core, mm-hmm. um, it does follow the national standards for math teachers. They have right. put this together which or, supports Common which Core. Supports, it's not exactly Common Core, yeah, but yeah. But they support and closely I think, aligned. I think they, in their in their literature, help you know educate on on I Common think they Core help issues. Create Common Core. Yeah. Or they they su- they support uh, provide support to Common Core. It was a little difficult to understand, but it is closely aligned with Common Core. Yeah. So I think if so, you're if you're thinking, in a state that has a lot of reporting, right. or you're maybe taking one year off, and you're thinking maybe you'll go back to the school system or something of that nature, if you mm-hmm. want to stay within what the expectations are, this may be a good choice for you in that in that respect. Yeah, they true. have all the skills listed out. So if you are trying to put together a plan, some type of resource plan or education plan for another teacher, they have beautiful table of contents where they kind of lay out all the skills, they lay out all the subjects and the various things. Um, what's really beautiful about this is the artwork. Um, every single page, very colorful, mm-hmm. very visual, um, very big activities, if you could imagine kind of... Um, a more impressive scholastic book. If, if, if anybody's ever picked up any of those like kind of pre-K, K educational mm-hmm. activity books, you can imagine this being kind of a, you know, that on steroids, right. but for math. Um, what's really nice is that they, you know, I like how they have the perforated pages. So if you do want to tear these pages out, you can absolutely do that. So if you wanted to put them in slick sheets and have your learner be able to do them repeatedly, you could? Absolutely. Um, especially if if you have to show reporting as well. So you may want to save those as well. Um, really nice in that manner. My initial feelings about this is it's it's more it's it feels more visual, more playful, mm-hmm. um, more entertaining if you have a learner who needs to be, you know, excited about what they're doing in the standpoint of like the visuals. So is this something that um, a a parent is going to have to teach a a child? Is it high touch? Is it something a child does on their own? No, this is definitely um, probably more towards the uh, learner led um, where they are doing it on their own. The activities are fairly self-explanatory, fairly easy to understand, maybe just a little bit of instruction on what is expected and the learner can go off and, you know, finish the exercise, finish the lesson. Um, this is helpful for those parents who have like a large family. Right. If you have a lot of kids and you don't have time to put in a, you know, a lot of one-on-one time, this may be good for you um, to implement into your educational structure, whatever you may be doing. So take us through what a typical lesson would look like in mathematical reasoning. So uh, for example, like on the first few pages, they have, you know, learning to write your, your numbers. We've seen that a lot. Um, the writing aspect of it, isolating what type of, you know, you know, this is one and, you know, pick out one apple and this is two, pick out two ducks. And then it just continues to build and build and build on that until the very end where you have, you know, your traditional mathematical problems where you have, you know, equations, you know, three plus two, you know, is five. Right. So is it multi pages per per lesson? Is it like one page is a lesson? How, if, how much? I, I guess what I'm really asking is, what do you think the time commitment per lesson would be for this? What so does it look like? It's to not you? specifically um, if you've done more of a, a lesson based uh, curriculum where you say, oh, there's two, there's 170, you know, 120 lessons that you have to complete for the year. They don't have that. 
This is really just a do a couple pages a day and you're done. It's not really structured in that manner where you're, where say, okay, this is a chapter. We're covering these topics. At the end of that topic is an assessment. There's just nothing like that. So it's really just a, you know, brute force all the way through the book. No breaks at all in the sense of like lessons and assessments. Right. So it hasn't, it hasn't made, it has 250 pages and it doesn't have defined breaks. So is this something that you think, is every page a, a five minute, a 10 minute kind of, kind of what's your sense if you gave this to our kindergartner, what would it, it take for her to do one of these pages and say the middle of the book? In the middle of the book, let me just see if I can pick that out. You know, I, I couldn't imagine this taking more than a couple minutes per page. So if you are trying to shoot for hundred and you know, 100 school days, 150 school days, you're probably going to do two to three pages a day. So you're looking at 10 to 15 minutes a day. Okay. 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 If you don't have that type of time, you may you may try to bundle it up and do a half hour three times a week, something of that nature. That's kind of what you're looking at to p- probably, from my experience with my learner who's kind of at the end of the uh, math for the uh, kindergarten level, I would expect her to probably spend about 10 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes a day. Okay, great. And that's why, I, um, as an aside, I really like this book. If you are doing a math curriculum and you're looking for something to do in like a morning basket... As a supplement. This is as a supplement, I think, is a really nice thing. Also, if you're maybe trying to catch up from a, you know, during the summer, this may be another place to slot it in. Maybe prevent the summer slump. Summer slump is a good thing to do. Or that. what if you had a child who was maybe doing like online learning with COVID last year, or you're not, maybe they're coming out of public school and you're Absolutely. not sure exactly like what level they would be at. This seems like a great way to like quickly assess skills and maybe just you know, kind of blaze through, what do you know? What do you not know from kinder? And, yeah. Especially if you're doing first some, grade or whatever some type of online learning where you're doing kind of a zoom school type of thing and you're not feeling like they're getting enough. Or you're you, kind of want to test their yeah, knowledge. Maybe perfect. This is could a you good, use this as like a light assessment? Absolutely. Way? Um, definitely, definitely. It's just, a, I, I don't know if you could do it as an assessment because it's so long. You know, just, well, I just say, mean okay, you could say through. like you yeah. know, does my child understand how to do the simple addition? This yeah. is a good way to like like, like I believe if, I believe if I gave each this skills if I gave this to our daughter right now, she could blaze through the first half of this in no time, right? Maybe slow down a little bit more towards the end. Maybe a little bit more instruction is needed there. Mm-hmm. Um, but from the standpoint of of doing this as an assessment, maybe you're right. Maybe like in a couple of weeks, you could get a good idea and just kind of hop them through the the lessons. See see where they're at, or say. Yeah. This seems like a good way if you wanted to reinforce a skill that, you know, maybe your child was having trouble on that you had done some high touch, you know, really involved teaching. And then you want them to get some more practice with that on their own. Would this be a good book for that? Yes. Yeah. I really like this as a supplemental. Um, I don't know if I would choose this just from my own my own um, opinion as a standalone curriculum. I do feel you need some manipulatives. Need just need something a little bit extra. Is that something that they sell, or that you would that you would probably maybe you could find manipulatives around your house or things oh, to help with counting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe reinforce the subject. Yeah, they even they even recommend having some blocks available, some tiles, things of that nature to help you know expand on certain t- concepts. Um, but they don't explicitly have like a list of manipulatives. Hey, you should have these things. It just doesn't have that. So, I think some people who may want a little bit more or need a little bit more, you'll have to supply that and supplement that. So does this give um, information for the teacher? You know, I obviously you, you said this is more something a student would do independently. Does it give a lot of background for teachers, any other exercises, or is no. it you're telling your student, this is what you need to do on this page? Yeah, exactly. It's really okay. just um, a short intro, a short instruction, and then they go off and 
you know, do the exercise. Okay. It's not really a deep, you know, lecturing type of um, style of learning mm-hmm. math. It's really just do the exercise. Does the kid have, you know, did they do it correctly? Great. If they didn't help them through it and do it again. And what's nice about it is they do spiral back. So if your learner, you know, struggled on one little aspect, maybe you'll do some supplemental stuff. And then, a, you know, a week or two later, they'll get it again you know, whatever that might be. So, you know, I, I, I like it from that standpoint, but I don't know if I would use it as a standalone curriculum. So what the way we want to wrap up each of these, mm-hmm. we want to talk about who do we feel that this curriculum is best served for what, what students and families and, and who is it not for? So, so Matt, who do you think that this is really for? What, what do you think that the, the, the right target is for mathematical reasoning? So two, two things stand out the most visual learners. So kids who really like to see colorful things, um, you know, great drawings, things of that nature, who they like to see the pictures and like to, you know, do drawing and workbooks. Great book for that. Really, really good there. Also, if there's, if you have kind of a budget, if you have a, you know, there's some, a tight budget on your curriculum, mm-hmm. another great. $30 uh, for the year is a pretty good price. for $30 dollars is not a bad thing for the year. Absolutely. Um, families with a lot of children that, you know, don't have enough time to do the one-on-one thing. I think we mentioned that a little bit earlier. I think that w- this would be another good thing for you. You know, if you're just strapped for time and you're you're touching about five or six kids it's going to be hard to give them the one-on-one time this type of book would be great because it is kind of you know workbook led workbook learning um also if you want to supplement an existing curriculum i think this is a great option um i, I would actually I'm, you know we're actually going to start to put this in yeah, the we're mor- going to use it we're going to put this in the morning basket and actually have our learner one of the things i like doing you know as just as an aside is i like once we've done a deep dive on a, on a big curriculum, like for example, we're getting to the end of our math curriculum, I'd like to go back and pick up something like this and just have my learner go through and do Show it. Show the skills it's, that she's learned. But also as a confidence builder, you know, being able to do the workbooks very easily, doing easy you know, activities, it's a real nice confidence boost. And it's a mm-hmm. great thing to slide into the morning basket. So if you're considering on doing review and using your morning basket as kind of a review time to catch up from the year, I love that. I love this idea. And so that's what I'm going to be doing with, with this curriculum is I'm going to put it in as a kind of a morning basket review. Um, additionally, if you have kind of somebody who's reluctant at math, kind of a you know, kid who struggles a little bit. Maybe they had some bad public school math experience. Exactly. So I, we, we don't know the higher levels. So we've only looked at the level A. Um, but this is probably a really good curriculum for a kid who maybe had a little bit of struggling with math because it is fun. It's very visual. It's very engaging. It's not a heavy touch where the parent is lecturing or instructing really heavily. So I think there's a lot of great independent learning, good confidence building if they need to. And maybe if they're a little bit of afraid or a little concerned about having somebody looking at them while they're doing the math, a little self-conscious in that respect, this is a good option for that as well. Uh, we talked about people entering homeschool from public school yep. to kind of assess where your child is at or if you think there might be some gaps in the Absolutely. the last year that they did. We talked about this also for preventing summer slumps. So there's a couple of other things that you had added Absolutely. in. Um, now, who is this not for? Definitely right. kinesthetic learners, kids who like to move, people, kids who like to touch things and, and manipulate things. Because there's no manipulatives and it's really just a workbook, your learners may struggle a little bit with this. I do notice my learner is starting to like workbooks, I, you know, coming from the, the morning basket, but also she's a kinesthetic learner. She likes to manipulate things and move tiles and everything. She kind of likes both. She likes a little bit of both. So I, I'm excited about actually putting this into our morning basket as a morning routine for that. So if you have a kinesthetic learner, you may have a little bit of trouble with your learner with this. Um, additionally, not for parents who want to, you know, understand why 
they're doing the teaching. So there's not a lot of instruction or the background behind the concepts. Yeah. yeah, A lot of times um, some curriculums will give you uh, the instructor or the guide or the teacher in in, in whatever role you're in a little bit more of a background on what what you're doing. And and that can help you when you're teaching concepts that if the learner doesn't understand, you can maybe pivot or change or adapt or maybe come up with a new way to teach that subject. This just doesn't supply that. So if you want a little bit more of an in-depth understanding of why you're teaching certain concepts, this probably would not help you with that. So do, do keep an eye on for that. And it's also not for high touch learners. So there are some learners that really need the help. They want you right there with them. This is really not for that. This is really just the workbook. They're going to be doing the activities. There's not a lot of repetition. You know, if you're using manipulatives to show something, you're counting by twos or you're, or you're doing abacus work or you're doing balance stuff, there's, that's just not here. And so if a kid likes that and they want you to be there with them to get the validation of the learning, you can help do the validation with the work pages as you do them, but not necessarily with the manipulatives and stuff. So a lot of high-touch learners may need the manipulatives there to help them. Or if you have a learner that wants to ask a lot of questions through things, that may not be this for this curriculum. So that's kind of my my initial assessment of it. I really like it and I'm really actually excited for my learner to actually, you know, go through it and actually work on it. But those were our that was my initial feedback of going through all two hundred and fifty pages and looking at all the pages and seeing how the learning go it goes and progresses and then playing that against what we've seen with our learner. So these are my feed this is my basic feedback of this curriculum. This is your expert review. Oh, yes, definitely expert. (laughs) Guys, you're not going to get a better review than this. (laughs) All right. Well, everybody stay tuned. Uh, Continue with Math Week. We're going to be talking about some other great curriculums, too. So thanks for all your time in reviewing this. All right. Honey. (laughs) (laughs) Honey bear. (laughs) Thanks so much for joining us today and making us a part of your homeschool journey. Please engage with us on social media. Join our Homeschool Together podcast group on Facebook and find us at Homeschool Together podcast on Instagram. We'd love to hear your feedback, questions, and recommendations. Until next time. Happy homeschooling!